Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hold up, hold up. Oh, your microphone's not even turned up. <laughs> oh, your microphone is down low. You're talking, no one can hear you. I hold all the power. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I turned it back down. Wow. Now it's back up again. So the way you opened that, it sounded like, are you in a boy band now, the way you were singing? Well, you know, NSYNC reunited mm-hmm. uh, last night at the MTV whatever The awards. VMAs. And uh, it just made me rekindle my love for boy bands. Do you think there's a market for, not that you're middle-aged, like what are you, 36? 36. Do you think there's a, yeah. Oh, those guys are probably older than you. Oh, they're definitely, yeah. They got at least 10 years on me. Oh, well then you could start a boy band and it wouldn't be weird at all. I'm in the weird, like uh, when people grow out their hair, Mm -hmm. you go from short hair to long hair. There is an in-between where it's just unpleasant. Yeah. And I'm in that point in boy band life. NSYNC and Backstreet Boys can do it in their mid-40s and 50s because now it's a, no- a novelty. Everybody knows them as members of a boy band. It's a nostalgia thing. Yeah. And boys in their 20s can start a boy band because they're young, youthful, and hunky. Uh-huh. Me as a 36-year-old, I'm in that unpleasant in-between. Yeah. Where nobody wants to watch me do a choreographed dance. In an... In a- in front of a private jet yeah. in an airplane hangar because <laughs> exactly. that's where all those videos were shot while wearing fingerless gloves yeah nobody wants to see that actually that should be the name of your mid-30s boy band it should be called fingerless gloves okay that's pretty good it is okay that's pretty good ladies and gentlemen now welcome to the stage <sighs> fingerless gloves <sighs> have you seen that doc uh, about there was one guy who Lou, kind of, uh, Lou, what's oh, his name? I can't remember his life. He, is he's in prison or is he dead? He might be in prison or I, maybe he is dead. I can't remember. I think he had to go to jail because he was running. He was in charge of like all the biggest boy bands. Oh yeah. But, uh, I think was pocketing some cash. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, Lou something. I'm surprised some I knew his Florida. first name. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't look like you think he would look like. He just looked no. like a, a normal business. <laughs> he man. looks like one of the guys your dad goes golfing with <laughs> and you're not quite sure what that guy does for He's just got a lot of irons in the fire. He's one of those guys. God, boy bands are interesting. They sure are. I can't and talented. Believe, well, we just spent a lot of time talking about boy bands. Mm. You know who else could be in your boy band, your mid to late thirties boy band? is our coworker Scott, who yeah. he's got the hair all of a sudden. He does. Yeah. He absolutely does. And uh, he did pull a, you know, he pulled a boy band type move today. It was I, not off-putting. It was kind of, it was, it was just weird. It was like seeing a cat walking on its hind legs. It was a miserable, glum, gloomy morning here. It was raining. It was like 13 degrees and raining outside. And the, our main on-air studio, we sit right on the edge of the parking lot. We see everybody coming. We see everybody going. And he came wheeling in in his convertible Lexus 
with the roof down. Yeah, the top was down. He may have been wearing a scarf, and he. I, I'm making that part up. I'd have to go check and find. I'm going to go say, hey, Scott, were you wearing a, a scarf this morning? But his hair was like just blowing in the wind. He looked majestic, like Fabio. He sure did. Uh, the weather didn't call for top-down driving, no. but uh, he pulled it off. He pulled it off. I wonder if just his car is busted. I was thinking the same thing. Hey, Scott, your car's broken or what? Man. I don't know him well enough to go ask him these questions. No, me neither. So I'm just going to make assumptions from a distance. He is every, you know what? Every person has a person you work with who is the exact opposite person from you. And I think he is my exact opposite. He's he, Bizarro Garner. He, yeah, he <laughs> does all the things I wouldn't do. And I probably do all the things he wouldn't do. Including, yeah, driving a convertible yeah. on a 13 degree rainy day. He likes to, when there's a big sports match going on. Oh, he wears a sports blouse. He will wear, uh, he'll wear um, the rival team's jersey to work just to rile everybody up. Contrarian style. Contrarian. Edgelord. I think that's what they call them. Interesting. Yeah. So. Wow. Bizarro Garner. So Scott is my bizarro. I wish we had pictures in this podcast. (laughs) Just close your eyes and picture it. Yeah. It's beautiful. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! I wonder what would happen if I rolled into Lube City in a convertible with the top down on a day like today. I'll bet you they'd be like, hey man, is everything okay? They'd be concerned. They would be concerned. They'd do the thing where they put their arm around you and take you aside and make sure everything's going okay. They'd probably put one of those weird foil blankets around you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That I don't understand why they're foil. Doesn't look very comfortable. No, it, sound, it seems very loud and crinkly. You, that's how you know you're having an exceptionally bad day when you're in a foil blanket. Yeah, you don't just when put a foil blanket on you. somebody puts it on you. <laughs> you don't put it on top of your duvet or anything. No. It's only when you've been in like a car accident or your house burned down. Yeah, or you're being medevaced or something <laughs> like that. But anyway, they've got those uh, foil blankets at Lube City just for this, this reason. Like, should you come in in inclement weather with your top down? Yeah, Or, you know, if you just need an oil change, it's a great spot, too. Do you wonder sometimes if Lube City ever hears our advertisements for them and wonders, what the hell is going on in that podcast? Yeah, they're probably not too thrilled. No. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you, Lube City, for being our sponsor. They've got 27 locations in Alberta. You can find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Everybody has stayed at a hotel room once, at least once in their life. Oh, yeah. And I think we all live in the same bubble of fear that someone is just going to walk in one time when you're in the middle of changing or smooching. Smooching in a hotel room? Ooh. (laughs) Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. It's the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly and Sandra. Sandra texted the show. We were just talking about... Hotel room horror story. And that's why you always use the extra locks they put on the door. Swing that one over. Why not? Always. Always do that. And I always put out the do not disturb thing. Me too. That's the ultimate security weapon right there. Do not disturb. This one says, this is Sandra. So when I was about 19, I went to visit a friend, had to take a very late flight to Vancouver, stay the night and then head out early in the morning to the final destination around 6 a.m. 
I was very tired when I got to the hotel, checked in, got my key card, headed to my room, room number 211, I'll never forget. I swiped my key, opened the door, and was greeted by the eerie blue glow of an adult film in an otherwise dark room and a much older stranger enjoying himself at the end of the bed. Ooh. It was all, she doesn't clearly state uh, what he like if he's playing Game Boy, but he was enjoying himself. So reading a book, I don't know. Uh, but she says it was awful. I would say the worst part was the eye contact we made in oh, that split second no. before I realized that the front desk had coded my key to the wrong room. When I went back down to the desk, they said, oopsie, it was supposed to be room 311. <laughs> oh. There, there is not a big enough bottle of complimentary, oopsie, we messed up champagne to get that image out of your head. That one is stuck. I don't know who I feel worse for. Her for walking in on that or the guy who was enjoying himself was just in his hotel room and mm-hmm. uh, suddenly the door swings open and you're locking eyes with a total stranger. Yeah. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Can you imagine running into that person at the Continental Breakfast the next oh morning? Oh my God. You both reach for that weird cereal <laughs> dispenser where you have to turn the knob. Your your hands touch the knob at the same time. Oh, oh barf. What a nightmare. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. Like, and I don't just mean out of that situation. I mean out of that hotel, out of that city, that out of that province. country. Yeah. Out of, out of all of it. Yeah. Wow. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I wish I could remember who told me the story. It was somebody we were traveling with. And it was on one of those Sonic trips. We were in Mexico or something. And they said they had to go back up to their room for something. And they got up there. And the, uh, the uh, cleaner... The woman was sitting on their toilet <laughs> when they walked. <laughs> oh my God, what a nightmare. What do you do? I don't know. Oh, sorry, I'll come back. Do you move to a new hotel? What do you do? I, I don't know. <laughs> this one, this is from Matt. One, t- one time I was on a work trip, staying in a hotel, had a couple of wobbly pops in the lounge, and then went back to my room. Long story short, I plugged the toilet Oh boy And had to go to the front desk To ask a very attractive lady For a plunger (laughs) Made my way back up to my room Couldn't remember what room I was in Had to go back to the attractive lady And ask what room I was in Not my most shining moment And the whole time he's doing this Like carrying Like a knight carrying a sword But he's carrying a plunger. When you get a hotel lobby plunger, is it like a gas station key where they had to hatch like a hubcap to it or something? Yeah, like or a rim off of an old truck, just so you bring it back. I imagine they probably do. There's probably something wind chimes tied to it, so everybody knows you've got it. You know, you, cu- you probably could have pulled yourself out of that nosedive of having to ask the attractive front desk person yeah. for the plunger. But having to go back the second time holding the plunger and being what room am I in again as you're wobbling all over the place (sighs) you know what you could have done Matt is you could have shoved the plunger up your pant leg and just walked with it so nobody well they'd probably hear like one footstep and then (laughs) like a (laughs) that was my suction cup sound effect was that good that was pretty good. Ooh. I think I would just go back out and sleep in my car. Like, yeah. Forget it. I can't I can't do two levels of shame. No. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. So earlier you had the story about McDonald's is getting rid of the... Because this is what we've become as a society. You can no longer serve yourself, Pop. 
Yeah. McDonald's announced it. They're saying it's in the United States for now. And oh, for some okay. reason, it's going to take nine years to do this. But, but they're, they're phasing out uh, self-serve pop machines. So you'll have to get it. They'll have to hand you your drink. Yeah. You know, other places do that, and that's fine. Yeah. But it just feels like they don't trust us anymore. Well, have we... Have we earned this though? Like because I'm sure it's for a reason. I was in a McDonald's just the other day and I saw a sign next to the you know, the serve yourself pop machine that said it clearly stated that the re the serve yourself is for same visit only. And then somebody texted and said, I saw a guy the other day at six AM walk into McDonald's with two McDonald's cups, fill them with pop, and then walk out. No purchase, <laughs> just free sauce. <laughs> free sauce. Wow. Oh, man, that's sweet. That's what I did in high school. Well, yeah, and you probably put a McDonald's out of business. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I sure did. And you know what? I don't feel bad about it. We lightly, or just, we touched on the topic, you know, how are you cheating the system? You know, everybody's got to work around for something. This person says... I don't know if I should share that on the radio. Will I get in trouble? No, man. Live like a bad boy. BK. Have it. You're that one? Mm-hmm. Burger King, if you order through the app for drive through pickup, it doesn't charge you for a bag. Ooh. That's how this person's cheating the system. Saving that 15 cents. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty sweet. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody just texted and said... Like that last person, I also take extra dog poop bags at the dog park. I also help myself to extra produce bags and twist ties at the grocery store and then use those bags to pack school lunches. I have a master's in thrifty. Couldn't get your PhD, huh? Oh, this one. I'm guilty of this one. I didn't think anyone knew this. This person says, if you time it just right, you can cheat the electronic paper towel dispenser by pulling on it while it's dispensing. Because we all know they never give you enough. No, they don't. Yeah, you just you don't want to reef on it because it'll just break the paper towel off. But you gently give that a little tug. Oh, you'll be swimming in paper towel. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, if my parents are ever like, hey, uh, what do we tell our friends you do for a living? Tell them I'm a facilitator of joy, mom. Thank you. Because this story, I don't know, is this a, you just sent this to me. This is in Squamish or near Squamish. Yeah, so just north of Vancouver. It's, uh, you think at first, at first glance, you're like, oh, look at that free poop bag thing hanging off a tree. You assume it's for dogs, but no, it's not. You look closer and it is a poop bag station for human beings. For climbers. Oh my god. Yeah, they have it in a rock climbing area to help keep the area clean so there are special bags that humans can use when they're out there. I never knew that was climbing. Like, like if you're up there for several hours hanging off that rock face... Like Alex Honnold, you know, the free climb guy, Bryce? Of course. Free solo. What do you do? Like if you have to, if you have to make a boom, but well, here you go. You do it in a bag. I don't physically understand how you can do that, but I do have an idea for a new Garnco invention. Uh, The Garnco rock climbing sombrero, in case you're the guy coming up underneath. That's probably a good idea. You know? At the very least, an umbrella. Uh, um, The worst part for me is 
the images they have with the poop egg, like they have a... The silhouette, the drawings. The, the silhouette drawings on take it, use it, pack it, bin it. But what's really alarming is that they put these bags here for a reason. It's not yeah. like one day someone woke up and was like, I had a brilliant idea. Poop bags <laughs> for people. They're like, we need this. <laughs> and we need it now. Yeah, it was put there for a reason. There's, there is nothing appealing about rock climbing to me. Not one thing. I will never be a rock climber. And good for you. If that's your pastime, good for you. But you won't see me out there. Yeah, you're not going to fight me to get up that mountain. No. Ugh. I totally have the upper arms, upper body strength, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, do you ever? Totally could. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We did get this text message. This is from Caitlin, though. Morning, fellas. Just heard the Squamish poop story. Wanted to write in. Human feces is actually a huge issue in that area. They have bush raves where hundreds of people will show up in random camp and just do number two wherever. So it's actually good to hear they are trying to do something about it. I just hope that they have a place to put those full bags. I hope so, too. Uh, Jarrett says, The poo bags on the cliff is very innovative because the higher up I am, the more likely I am to bleep myself. They could expand it into other avenues such as whitewater rafting, haunted houses, skydiving. Oh, the possibilities. Jarrett, I do like the idea of the haunted house handing out poop bags for people. What an endorsement for the scariness of your haunted house. It's like you come in, they hand you one of those, and they're like, good luck. Hope you don't have to use it. It's like when you go to a place that makes you sign that waiver before they'll serve you the super hot wings. It really does take it up a level. It makes you feel like a badass. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We're discussing just those things in life you can't live without. This has kind of turned into endorsements for certain products. Like April, I can't live without ChapStick, Blistex Mint. I have one in my car, work bag, nightstand. I know I've been a good girl when Santa fills my stocking with a year's supply. Blistex Mint. Mm. Take it from April. That's the one to go with. Okay. I do a lot of ChapStick too. Every time I brush my teeth. Feels good. It's refreshing. I don't. Mostly because I'm so self-conscious of my application of ChapStick. Oh, you never do that in front of other people. No. Never. When you do, I just feel like all eyes are on me and everyone's like, oh my God, look at this idiot. I can't even look at myself in the mirror when I'm doing it. I'm doing the lip smacks. Mm, Yeah. Do I have kissable lips? (laughs) Uh, Somebody else can't live without my heated steering wheel. Sorry. (sighs) Oh. Oh my God. I couldn't agree more. Really? I hate mine. Oh, I couldn't agree. What? I just don't like it. Oh, it's because yours is clumsy to get to. Yeah, you have to go to a sub menu on the dash. Oh. It's not like just a button on my dash. I have to go into a menu. Oh. I don't like that. It's mine, too hard to get Mine's to. a button right on the wheel. It's just boop, one thing, and it's there. It is a game changer. I couldn't agree more. I endorse the heated uh. steering wheel more than anything. Oh, my God. We sound privileged. Sure do. You know what I could do without, though, in my car? <laughs> Uh, the uh, the rain sensing windshield wipers. I hate them so much, and there's no way to override them. And I just want to yell at my car, like, "Listen, car, I'm in control. I will decide when it's time for the wipers." And the wipers in my car, they don't know when the party's over either. They always wipe the windshield, I don't know, like an extra two or three times after the rain is. So you get that oh. wet rubber on dry glass. <laughs> 
that sound? I hate that. That is a bad sound. I don't know why I, whenever it's raining, I always have my wipers on the l- slowest possible setting that I can get away with. Yes. Because I'm always worried I'm going to somehow Burn overwork the motor. <laughs> so I see other people going down the road with them just on full speed, and I have them going as slow as possible. Yeah. That's probably not, that's probably all in my head. Uh, okay, that's going to do it for Privileged People Complaining. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Morning, Garner. How's it going, buddy? Good. How about you? Oh, not too shabby. We're talking about the things we can't live without. Yeah. I, uh, about six months ago, maybe a little bit longer, I, uh, I got myself a portable bandsaw for my job, and uh, I will never go back. And the one most important detail here is uh, you're a serial killer. Yes, I am. So, like, going through bone, oh. seconds. Oh. Oh. How about you? What's the one thing? We were talking about this yesterday, and it can't be your phone or your tablet. It can't be like an electronic device. Like, what is the one thing you'd really be lost without? I don't know. I really like my garburator. I talked about that a lot yesterday. But then Wade texted, and Wade said, Lufa, I could never go back to face cloths. I agree. If I'm in a hotel, or if I'm a guest at somebody's house, and they, I have a washcloth, I feel like, like an early settler. Like a pioneer. What next? Maybe go down to the river, wash my clothes on a rock? No, thank you. Somebody else said, uh, being afflicted with the dreaded unibrow, tweezers are my essential tool. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.